JD. He's the curmudgeon. <laughs> all right. And uh, all of you think the earth is a spinning globe, right? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Listen, I, don't, yeah. I don't take offense to it. I don't look down on you for it, but it, you know, it is what it yeah. is. And, you know, hopefully we can deal with that problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. By the way, I want to introduce, uh, can I go ahead and introduce the podcast? And, and uh, We are recording. So. Oh, we are. Oh, fantastic. Well, welcome to No Comedic Value. This is Patrick Mahan, uh, my co-host, J.D. Wesley and Nick Gorgeous. And Hello. Have, uh, great guest, uh, David. I'm going to, is it Weiss? Weiss like ice. Weiss like ice. That's right. Um, and David is a, is a flat earth um apostle i don't know <laughs> researcher flat earth realist you know i'm not a globe apologist <laughs> your shirt says wake up that screams you wanting to make a point to me yeah wake up nick yeah wake up nick <laughs> yeah it also says <laughs> pandemic oh okay i was saying that in the beginning actually um well i want to introduce kind of who you are um, okay. I actually, do you remember, do you remember being on race wars with Kurt Metzger? Yeah. Was, were you there? I, I wasn't there. Uh, but I listened to race wars, uh, religiously. And so I got to hear you a few years ago. Wow. a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, at the so, beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of know who you are already, but I kind of want to introduce who you are to our listeners now. You used to do a podcast called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, right? Correct. Out of the same studio with those guys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mike Cannon, I think, was... Mike Cannon was, was, the, was the comedian, correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've actually, I've heard you a few times uh, All right. just in general. So I, I kind of want to get into some of the stuff because I have some questions that, like, how deep it goes and things Perfect. like that. But, Perfect. Perfect. Uh, I'm a, I'm a globe apologist, I guess, which I love the term. All right. <laughs> uh, so is JD, and I believe Nick is too. Uh, so that's kind of my take on it: is that it's it's a globe. But we'll let you get into some of your spiel, and I want to hear. I kind of want to hear because I've heard you kind of justify, uh, kind of why it's it's a, a flat Earth and and why they they do it to or say it's a globe. But sure. I want to get more into that if we can. But I'll whatever you, you like, man. The, the show's yours. Ask any questions you want. We don't even have to talk about flat Earth. How's that? <laughs> we can't, man. I mean, that's kind of what I want to get into with you, actually, because uh, you're the expert on it, and uh, you do a lot of these, right? I do. I've been doing about twenty a week right now. No kidding. Yeah. Oh man. Then you you reached out to us. Was that your production team? I have a, a person, a booking agent, who's just been reaching out, and uh, we, we figured, you know, let's throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and see <laughs> see what happens. The The problem is everyone's saying yes. Everyone's saying, you know, five years ago, people said, get out of here. I did get one today that said, sorry, we don't talk to morons. And uh, <laughs> I, but uh, Well, we're yeah. all on the podcast, so that's already out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're with some morons here, so. Well, I talk uh, to well, morons how about, all the time. I have to I, ask them. I have that, to ask if you, if you're doing this many, and you, you're here with us because we legitimately want to have a serious conversation. You know, no egos, no insulting, but like I'm sure you've went on shows that you out of the gate immediately know that they're there for blood and they're oh there. yeah yeah that so like, it was the, can, do you have a horror, what's your worst story so far? What's it the might have been the one story? that was on 
just leading up to this one, literally that ended 20 minutes ago, uh, where oh I literally, I literally rage quit. I rage quit. I've never done that before. Oh, really? <laughs> well, because because I have a level, I have a level of, you know, they were trying to make it funny, but they weren't funny. And then there's a level of stupidity that I can deal with that they yeah. went way over. One guy was so dumb and so unfunny, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. It could be well, because I'm doing 20 interviews a week too. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm shot, but it's all right. You know, one, one guy, there was like four, there was three guys and one guy, he was like, scratching his head. He's like, wow, that's a good point. He was getting it. He was getting it. And then this other guy just kept interrupting, interrupting with unfunny jokes and couldn't understand the simplest concepts. He couldn't well, understand. Well, that'll be my role. <laughs> he's yeah. he's doing that. That'll be my role. That's Patrick. Patrick. Patrick does that on our. I can I can tell that all three of you already are way more intelligent than that that guy was, and that's an insult, by the way. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like you, and maybe. Uh, like, well, we were smarter than him, but I guess the odds was, are smarter than us. Situation. Yeah, that, the correct way to say it, that wasn't necessarily a compliment because he was that dumb. Oh, I got you. I got yeah. you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to point it out before anybody else does. I know it's not going to be on the, uh, there's no video to this. It's all audio, but I do know my hair is doing the Futurama Fry thing. I don't know why it's doing that, but it just is now. So See, I was going to say Archie. I was going to say Archie. It's interesting you went with Fry. I think you guys, I'll upload it if you want, but I think you guys should create a YouTube channel and this should be your first video. We could probably do that. You get a ton of views. Yeah. Do we not already have a YouTube channel? I don't think no, we do. Nick. No, Nick. <laughs> we don't have okay. any video. Well, here That's it is. That's a good point. Here it is. And for those of you just listening, I'm going to be very descriptive in whatever we talk about, but I will be showing images. And if you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Go to their YouTube channel by the name of? No Comedic Value. No Comedic Value. <laughs> it's brand new. Yeah. <laughs> for you're just, just creative. just hearing it. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're um, busting the YouTube cherry. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. all right um, go ahead yeah so kind of where do you normally start off with your your explain why you think it's a it's a, a flat wait, earth wait versus I, a, I like to start off with why do people laugh at flat earth and it's because we've all been brainwashed we've all you know they teach us that the earth is uh, that flat earth is the dumbest thing ever and that um that the globe before we can talk you know our, our parents put uh, solar system mobiles over our cribs and all the children's programming, all the movies, all the television shows, everything is globe, globe, globe. Kid goes to you know elementary school, kindergarten, and they're teaching them about the moon and the stars and the planets and the sun. And you think that's that there's a reason for that. There's a globe in the front of the classroom. It's because they have to set it at the foundation of your belief. Here's the problem. The people that laugh at flat earth, first, they think that the earth is a disc and okay. floating in space. And that's, that's not what, what yeah. earth is. What's that? That's what I thought you were, you were going to say. Yeah, it's not the flat. That's not what the flat earth is. They think it's a pancake earth, but round planets. Because we look up at the planets, they sure look round, right? So how can the earth be a pancake and everything else? Nobody believes any of that, right? The, mm -hmm. the truth is, the earth itself is like a pond. Think about a pond is a pond is where water accumulates in the low spot in the land, right? And the yeah. edge of the pond isn't the edge of a pancake. It's the edge of it's the edge of the pond where the land is higher than the water, right? So the yeah. earth is the all of the oceans of the world are like a giant lake, right? The water surrounds all of the continents, 
but the land surrounds all of the water. And that land, the edge of the pond is Antarctica. Antarctica okay. is the highest land on earth. They don't tell us that. It's the container that holds in the world pond. Imagine if you were gonna take a bath and all of a sudden the bathtub disappeared, the water's gone. Water's just gonna go everywhere. Water needs a container. Well, the container is we live in the Antarctic basin. The okay. earth is 70% water and water lays flat at rest. Large bodies of water at rest lay flat. Okay. That's it. This is, it's very, very simple. Antarctica is likely bigger than all of the oceans and all of the continents combined. It's not, okay. it's not an island or a continent at the bottom of a spinning ball. That's not what Antarctica, this is not Antarctica. It's not at the bottom of a spinning ball. It's a giant lake. You know, maybe it looks, maybe it's a little rougher, but basically it is a circle and the sun and the moon circle around above that lake. Okay, I, I got a question I need that, for you. I need that map for my Dungeons and Dragons game. That <laughs> map. That's Google Flatter <laughs> map. Video, will come up. You can go back to the video. What's up, uh, Nick? Yeah. I said that JD can just go back to the video. I also had a question. Now Please. you said- um, Nick, mine is more important. So you shut up for a minute. Uh, <laughs> Nick's we'll take, I'll take it one at a time, one at a time. Ask a question, let me answer, we'll go to the next one. Okay, so my question is, how, how do we determine that Antarctica is around and then extends out? Like, how is that determined to be the case? Right, so if you look at, if you look at, uh, um, if you look at the flat earth, the Antarctica is, you know, the equator goes is, is a circle that's halfway between the center and the outside. And that the equator is 24,901 miles around. But Antarctica at the bottom of a globe is only 13 miles around, 13,000 miles around, right? That makes about, that makes sense. But okay. on a flat earth, well, this, the, the, the outside edge of the pond is way bigger than the equator. So the last person to try to go around it was Captain Cook. He tried it three times. It took him over three years each time he did it. And he went over 60,000 miles and didn't even complete it. Okay. okay. So have... that's because it's a bigger circle than the equator, right? Nobody circum goes around at the 13,000 miles. It's, it's over 60,000 miles. Okay. Is, that, is he the only person that's tried to do that? Um, you know what? I don't. I, I'm, I think there were some other people, but they, they, they encountered the same thing. But he's the only one that really documented it. But the problem is, I, I guess, I'm actually going to jump in on David's side here. Like I looked into this too, and Captain Cook was. Uh, it's one of the only like more documented, credible attempts. Right. There's probably other people, but whatever their documentation processes were, or whatever happened between the time they documented and this conversation now something got lost or it was never done but yeah cook is the most reputable documented attempt and data okay, okay. so so the um you know the, the the funny thing is you can circumnavigate the the earth by going um going east or west i can leave new york heading you know east and then come back and be in California. And you, you think you went around a ball, but in reality, you're just circling east because east and west are circles. If you, if you think of a, the, a circular you know, world, flat circular pond, mm -hmm. and at the center is a magnet, that's the North Pole. 
and the compass will always point towards the north. So if you try to dead wreck in east or west, you have to keep turning to the north. Otherwise, you're going to be heading south. South is every direction away from the center. So, so the needle has to point towards the center. So if you try to dead wreck in east, it's a circle. If you, don't, if you don't, can't understand it, get a magnet, get a compass, put it near the compass, and try to push that magnet east or west. And you're going to have to keep turning it to make sure... To, to keep it on that course. East and west are circles. If you dead reckon in a straight line, you hit Antarctica and you're heading south, no matter which direction you go. Every direction away from the center is south. Now, on a flat earth, the one thing you can't do is you can't go from Santiago, Chile, over to Australia, which is the shortest route. It's just across the bottom of the ball. Right. It's not it's it should be a short flight. And it's because it goes over Antarctica. And a lot of people say, well, it's too, too dangerous to fly over Antarctica. OK, you just stay at like 50 degrees south and go around Antarctica. It's still the shortest route uh, possible. But that's not how um, planes go. When a plane leaves Antarctica, it goes all the way up to the north. It goes as I try to find the image, it, a, a plane leaves um Santiago, Chile, it goes all the way up to North America. It goes all the way across North America and then it goes back down. If it wants to go to Western Australia, it's crazy. It goes from the plane route goes all the way up to North America, all the way over to Europe and Dubai, and then it goes down. And they call that the great circle route, right? That just makes your brain melt. Like that yeah. makes no sense. But if you look I at it on a flat earth, it's a straight line. If we go to Western Australia, you go all the way up across America, over to Europe, Dubai. It's a straight line. Airplanes fly straight and level over the Earth plane. All no, FAA manuals <clears throat> say treat the Earth as a flat stationary plane. If two things, uh, would that be possibly be to refuel on land versus going just over over the uh, yeah. ocean without like you? you wouldn't need to refuel on that short trip across the bottom of the ball. And they used to claim that uh, they'd have to stop to pick up other passengers because there was no direct flights, but now there are direct flights and they, and they say that they, it goes around, you know, stay head South. But we, we actually did a live stream where we wanted to make sure that these planes didn't stop and go. So we had Max Eigen, a uh, researcher, he got on in Santiago. We did a live stream where he was in the airport. He was on the live stream. He got on the airplane. The airplane took off, you know, and then he, he jumped off the stream. We kept the live stream going for 14, 15 hours, whatever it was. We tracked it on uh, tracking software and it's showing us that it's going the way you think you would go on a ball. I'm like, wait a minute. But Max was on the plane and he had a compass and the compass readings were, were showing completely different directions than what they were showing on the screen back in front of him. And then so we took those compass settings and looked at it and it made perfect sense on a flat earth because as you pa pass the North Pole, your direction changes because that needle will change. And so That's, it, it, yeah, it yeah. The, the compass readings that he got make perfect sense on a flat earth. And there, there's so many things. There, there's a book called uh, 16 Emergency Landings that prove uh, the Earth is flat. And it's because when, there, when these emergency landings happen, they, the, these planes have to land. It's called 16 Emergency Landings that prove flat Earth. Um, when, these, when these landings happen, when these emergencies happen, um, the weirdest, they land in the weirdest places. For example, there was a flight from Taiwan Taiwan, right, to, mm -hmm. to LA. 
and it crosses right over near Hawaii and everything. And right before they got to Hawaii, there was some emergency. They could have turned around. They could have landed in Hawaii, but instead they went all the way up thousands of miles out of the way to Alaska, right? To Alaska. And boy hookers. Well, maybe, maybe that's what it's doing. But if you look at, if you look at it on a flat map, Taiwan is a straight line, right? Bam, mm -hmm. Alaska, they landed right there. Alaska is actually over here. I put the dot in the wrong place, but um, so it went all the way over. It's just a straight line. All of these emergency landings that are on a ball map are way out of whack. They all make perfect sense on a flat earth. Okay. With, with regard to the, the compass uh, uh, settings and, and how it always points north, Mm -hmm. <laughs> excuse me uh would it not always point north on a on a globe as well well so if 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 they tell us that we're on a giant ball magnet the and there's a south pole the compasses in the south should point to the south pole but they don't compasses don't even work in antarctica in the deep south the mm -hmm. magnetic declinations are ridiculous you know like somewhere like if you're in I don't know, some in Mexico, maybe the magnetic declination is like three degrees or five degrees. So you point your compass north and it says, well, real north is three degrees this way. Some places in Antarctica, the magnetic declination is 170 degrees. That means north is that way. Well, it's actually behind you. Okay, if you're facing north, it's telling you north is behind you. Compasses don't work and GPS don't, doesn't work in Antarctica. And it's because it's the outer stretch of our world. Okay. Nick, you had a question. Did you ask your question? Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. It got okay. answered. You okay. did? Oh. oh. Oh, oh, wait. No, my original question. Yeah, I still have that question. All right. Um, so we've established that Antarctica is the outer rim. Yeah. What is beyond Antarctica? So as I said, no one uh, there in 19, uh, I don't know if I actually said it, in 1957, uh, they or 1959, they uh, they came up with the Antarctic Treaty where nobody is allowed to go uh, independently explore Antarctica. Now you could you can take a uh, a trip to Antarctica for ten to thirty thousand dollars for a couple of days, and they bring you just to this little island. Well, it's not little; it's gigantic. It's bigger than California, or even bigger than that. And they'll show you some penguins, and they'll show you a ceremonial pole, tell you it's the South Pole, but that's it. And that's it. No one's allowed to go out here no one's allowed to go to the outer space to the outer space where there might be extra territory okay so so how do we know that it's a disc and not a continuous plane it's not a i'm not saying it's a disc i'm saying that we're in this pond and oh, yeah. it could be it could be an endless plane it could be, uh, there could be other, maybe there's other puddles across, across this other endless plane that have their own suns, right? Or maybe there's rings around us with other worlds, uh, you know, outside of us. Some people seem to think that, uh, that there's multiple suns circling our north and there may be other worlds, you know, outside. We're in this one dome and then there's another dome over that, another dome over that. Uh, it's interesting to think about, but again, it's it's speculation because we can't go out there. Maybe there's extra land out there and other other oceans, you know, beyond the Antarctic snow ring, you know, ice ring. Okay, maybe. So don't know. Go ahead, JD. 
I was going to say, I, I, I give you uh, mad respect for the fact that, you know, your, your arguments are better than most that I've heard whenever the, you know, I get into this conversation, <laughs> the few times I have, I guess I could say. But I also like that whenever, you know, Nick asked his question, you had no problem with saying, I don't know. You know what I mean? There's and tons so, that we don't know. I, I just, I'm just saying, I, I'm sure you get a lot of people that just, just, just keep trying to pry you to get you to, to stumble on that one answer. They kind of, oh, they, you know, they, they a, a hole in the armor. I'm just saying, you know, I, yeah. I give you respect. You, Thank you, have you JD. Sound, good arguments, and you're. No, you have slides and shit ready for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I've been doing this for a while, and I know all the questions you guys are going to ask. You know, there, there's all, there's all sorts of stuff. You know, but there, there's anything outside of a, the edge of Antarctica, the shoreline of Antarctica, and anything above as high as we can get as civilians is speculation because we can't go there. So we can only speculate about it. Anything we see in the sky, the only thing you could truly say about it is that there are lights in the sky. You know, the, the things that they tell us are stars that are billions and trillions of miles away. There's no way, none of that makes sense. It's scientifically provable that we couldn't see them, but you know, we can see them. Think about this, the, the sun, they tell us is this giant beach ball, right? A giant, you know, one of those big yoga balls, and the earth is a BB or a, or a marble next to it, right? That's a comparable size. Yeah. So imagine if I brought the sun, yeah, imagine if I brought the sun a mile over your head. We're out in a little island in the middle of the Pacific, and the sun's just a mile over your head. It would fill the entire sky. It's all you would see, right? Because it's so giant. Right. Agreed? Yeah. Okay. Right. And then we move the sun to distance they say away it is, 93 million miles, and it becomes the size of a, a nickel held at arm's length, right? So yeah. it reduced. Yeah. As things go away, they get smaller. As I move my hand away, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So the sun reduced from the entire sky to the size of a nickel. What would happen if I made it twice as far? How much smaller would it get? A lot smaller, right? It went from the entire sky to a nickel. Now I want to go twice as far. Let's make it easier. If I went eight times farther, do you think you could see it? Probably yeah. not. Probably not. All right. Very good. So remember that distance. No, no, eight times mean, farther. We, it, well, it, it, the it, thing it, is, is you could because it's on a completely black background and it's like the one source but, of light. Well, so but that there's black. two reasons why yeah, you couldn't see it. Apologist. There's two reasons. No, that's all right. No, and I, I Nick, I'm with you. I, I hear you there. But but as something gets smaller and smaller, it doesn't matter how bright it is. It's angular size. Once it gets to a certain uh, it's 0 0.02 degrees, you couldn't see it. Your eye can't resolve it. And eight times the distance is less than 0 0.02 degrees. But here's the thing. Eight times farther, they tell us that the closest star in our galaxy, the closest one, forget the ones that are magnitudes of times farther, the closest one is 40,000 times farther than that eight times sun. 40,000 times farther. And we think that we can see that with our naked eye? Nonsense. And every time you double the distance to something, it gets one quarter of the brightness. So how big and how bright would those stars have to be for us to see it 40,000 times? If it was 1,000 times farther, it would be ridiculous. 40,000 times is mind-melting, ridiculous nonsense. Scientifically provable, unseeable. 
So could it be that the those distant stars are just so much bigger than than our sun? Well, they tell us some of them are the size of our sun, some are smaller. But but if it if it was a thousand times bigger than our sun, you mm -hmm. still couldn't see it. The closest star, if it was a thousand times bigger than our sun, it would still be too small when you do the math. The other problem is in our in our um, heliocentric world. We were supposedly spinning at a thousand miles an hour, orbiting at 660,000, 66,600 miles an hour, chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour, while that entire system's moving sideways at a million or two million miles per hour. All of those different motions. And then we have this crazy situation here. You guys know what the Georgia Guidestones are? No. So in uh, in Georgia, in the state of Georgia, uh, this this monument like Stonehenge was built in uh, mysteriously in the 1980s, uh, early like 1981, <laughs> and it has ten commandments on it from the New World Order, essentially, basically laying out the rule for what's happening right now. And one of the, that that's one of the things on it. It talks about the population of the world never let it get over a half a billion people again. That's interesting, but that's not why I'm talking about it. In the center yeah. stone, there's this long, thin hole, like a straw hole that goes, you know, a bunch of feet through it. And if you put your eye up to it and look at it, what you'll see is the North Star. The North Star is right through that hole. And if you do a time lapse, you can see all the other stars circling around it. If we were spinning, whirling, twirling, and moving billions of miles a year, how can that North Star still be in that hole an hour at a time, let alone 40 years later. It's still there. It's not moving. It's not going anywhere. Okay. Okay. So I'm following. Wow. It says my meeting is going to end in 10 minutes. If that happens, I'm just oh. going to have to restart it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just make yeah. sure uh, you, you know, make sure you save it. And, yeah, yeah and no problem. I actually, I have the pro, so I don't know what's going on there. It's, it's supposed to it's supposed to go. That's interesting. Oh, it, it might be because I don't, or we don't have, well, no, no you're hosting. So. I'm hosting. Um, so when it comes close, we'll just end it and I'll start it. I'll send you a new link. Yeah. I was going to yeah. make a glory hole joke there about that, but I just didn't. <laughs> the moment passed. I yeah. know. <laughs> so, um, okay. So my understanding then would be if, if the earth is flat, then why convince us? And I think I've heard you kind of go into it before, yeah. and that's really what I want to get into. Sure. Um, but why <laughs> convince us that it's round? Right. And what benefit would that have to convincing us that it's round? Well, it's all about mind control. This whole what's going on in the world right now, it's all about control and obedience and getting us to uh, give up our God-given rights. So, so they want us to believe that we're, you know, spinning out of control, lost in space. We're a random accident from a lightning strike that created an amoeba that turned into a fish, that turned into a monkey, that turned into a human, and that we have no meaning, that we're flying through space, that we could be taken out by an asteroid, we're running out of dinosaur juice, nuclear bombs are going to blow us up. They basically have us in fear, insignificant, in a godless or at best distant God universe, when the truth is we are at the center of creation, that we are these powerful spirits spiritual beings here on earth, okay, where nobody can take away our free will unless we willingly give it to them, right? If you knew the true power of your mind, you would never give up what people are just willingly giving up to the, to the elite. The elite hate God. 
they want to hide God because they don't want us in a situation where we have no reason to deny God's existence. We have no ability to deny God's existence. When you, once you see God's creation, you no longer can deny his, her, whatever existence. Whatever God is, that's your own journey. I'm not saying what God is. I'm not saying anything. I'm not religious or anything. Yeah, no, we- there, there is a creator. That's all. That's all that matters. You're talking, so, talking to two atheists and, and uh, half Jew. Yeah, well, <laughs> right? uh, so I, I, I was an atheist. I, 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 uh, I didn't believe any of that, any of that stuff. But it's not about believing. Can I tell you who or what God is? Absolutely not. I'm not going to. Uh, that's my personal journey. But I, I understand that this world is created. So there's a creator. Maybe it's aliens. I don't know. Okay. They're, okay. they're you know, wh- whatever it is. So this world is intelligently designed. It would be less spectacular if a tornado went through a junkyard and built 5747s, okay? That would be less spectacular than this happening by random accident. This world is an amazing place. That's a fantastic analogy. (laughs) Yeah. This world is, is is an incredible, amazing place. And we have incredible powers of manifestation with our minds and that's what they don't want you to know they want you to think you're powerless and none of this matters so what what i'm i'm curious what powers do we have with with our mind in terms of like you said manifestation i don't understand what that means well when you when you uh, are in a good flow state and you're you're being a you know obeying uh natural law uh you can have things manifest in your life like you know let's say there's people that just never find their life partner and never just become happy i mean the, the there's there's ways that things that make sense in your life will just come into your life uh because the, the way you think there's people that will always be poor and there's people that will always be rich and those people that that will be rich lose all their money then they'll get it back again then they'll lose it again then they'll get it back again and that's because the way that they think your thoughts create your reality this world is literally a magical place where your thoughts create your reality but they don't want you doing that and the way they do that is they keep you in fear you watch the news, you believe all the crap on there, you're afraid of terrorists, you're afraid of nuclear bombs, you're afraid of asteroids. None of that is real, okay? None of it. It's all just fear-based to lower your energy so you don't manifest what you need in your life. So who is, you, you say like they. they. Who, who, is, who is the they? You know what yeah, I mean? It, it's the royal families that have been running this world, the bloodlines that, that, that have been running this, this world for a long time. Uh, the Council of Foreign Relations, the, um, the you know, the United Nations, you know, par- parts of them. You got the World Economic Forum. These are the, the rulers. The Jews. Yeah, it could be the Jews. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> you know, Nick. you know, there's, a, there's all sorts of um, elite that, you know, that, are, that have literally taken over this world. But this takeover is recent. It happened in the early 1900s you know, late 1800s, early 1900s. Everybody on earth in the 1920s knew the earth was flat. Everybody. How do do you determine that, I guess? So we interviewed, I was interviewing a woman named Ruth, um, who is 102 years old in in, uh, in February of 2020. And she is- There you are, are, Ruth. What's that? What's that? Oh, I'm just uh, painting a 
painting a visual picture for our audio only listeners. <laughs> so, so, and you can find this video on my channel, DITRH. Just look up Ruth, 102 year old uh, woman. And she was telling me. I like me, that her age is in the title. Yeah. She, she, uh, she was telling me about the world's fairs and she had such a great memory. I asked her what they taught her in science in elementary school. And she told me they taught her that the earth was flat. So then we dug deeper. We found newspaper articles on microfilm about teachers in the early 1900s that were being persecuted for teaching heliocentrism. And, it, and then we found another woman in Croatia who said in the 1930s, everybody was taught the earth was flat and then they changed it. And then they started all these bankers wars, World War II, you know, uh, depression, all of this stuff. And that, that's when the, the changeover happened. You know, these wars are not organic wars. The separation of countries, it's all fake. It's all fake. You know, the Cold War, how many, how many battles were there in the Cold War? There was zero. It was just to build up the nuclear, the, not the nuclear, because the nukes are a whole nother story. Um, <laughs> it was to build up the, the industrial complex and scare the crap out of people. And right the, now- The nukes are a whole nother barrel of monkeys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know about the nukes, JD? No, no. I was just- <laughs> So it looks like we got about two and a half minutes left on the thing. I don't want it to cut out in the middle of, of let the- me, uh, Let me stop it. And then we'll, uh, I'll, we'll I'll, uh, I think I have to send you another link. So I'll create another thing. I'll shoot you a quick email. Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. Shoot me me an email, and then I'll send them a link in Facebook, and they'll click on it. All right. Give me yeah. uh, give me two minutes. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks. 